Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to the Nile Nine podcast. It is myself, Nile, and Andrea on the other line. How are you doing, Andrea Cleary? Nile Ernine, <laughs> I'm very well. Happy New Year. How are you? We're here. Good, good. Welcome to We're the ready. first new, um, our, our new season. Are we going to call it a season? We'll decide season this on our three? Season two. It's officially, we never did a season two, so it has to be season two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> season one was a very long job interview. Um, yes and <laughs> yeah you're you're hired we were we were both on probation for that long <laughs> and now yes. we're like okay we've been allowed to continue so yeah we're allowed i to feel like to we we've now we've season two might have been when we were really kind of like bringing our a game we were comfortable we were we, you know we got to know each other our content started to be really good season three i'm i'm going for like hubris i'm going for like too big for our boots let letting the quality slip um sort of too thing. many in jokes too many too way many, too many uh, in jokes <laughs> <laughs> too many deep references and deep cuts yeah and uh, and yeah, like so. ads if anyone wants ads we're here we, we're, we're happy to interrupt the podcast like every five minutes for an ad <laughs> for your company every five minutes yeah, um, yeah no we won't be doing that um but what right. we'll be interrupting uh the podcast with, with is uh music because we'll be talking about music that we liked this month and um, it is obviously january january is a different kind of month than most months it is a regenerative one it's a quiet one obviously now we've suddenly got the news that everything is reopened again what the mm. hell is <laughs> that your reason to be cheerful now it certainly is <laughs> ding 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 <laughs> it is um yeah so that is my reason to be cheerful this week uh it is uh the fact that we can now are allowed go to gigs again and Look, myself and yourself were went to a, a, a secret location, i.e. Galway, um, on Friday mm-hmm. to record a, a podcast, uh, which will be an upcoming episode in the next couple of weeks. 
um, uh, with Blackgate. But we'll, anyway, you'll you'll hear that soon. But on the way there, if the news was emerging, this was all happening, and we were. I was like quite confused. <laughs> yeah, it was very funny. We, like uh, on the way down, we were like, "Is it gonna?" Even actually, when we arrived, we were talking to the lads in in, in uh, Blackgate, who are very lovely, by the way, and very hospitable. Um, and we're like, "Do you reckon it's gonna be tonight or Monday or what's it gonna be?" And then at six o'clock, we all gathered around and watched the Angelus and the six one news and the announcement and. It was it was an extremely surreal experience to just kind of be somewhere new, surrounded by people who are like equally as invested as as you, not not as me. I'm I'm merely a punter, but as you in you know restrictions. And it was the first time I'd watch one of those announcements outside of like my house as well. Yeah, so it's too, just yeah. a really mad mad experience. But um, yeah, I've started to buy some gig tickets. I'm 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 going to gigs this year. You can be safe assured, safely assured that there are gigs that are going to happen in the next yeah. uh, week, in the next yeah. two weeks, in the next three weeks, and beyond. Uh, I'm going to go see Caribou on Tuesday because I have tickets for that. That's exciting. I actually thought they'd cancel it originally, and uh, but I think that'll be a lovely first gig back. Um, That'd be very nice. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, it's just kind of exciting to think about it. It is quite hard. I think everyone is kind of in the same mode at the moment. They're all like wait what we're allowed oh how do we do this again what do we have to do like it's there's very few gigs happening this week as we as we talk and maybe there'll be more announced it is only uh, wednesday as we record but yeah i think there's a lot more stuff happening next week and and from there on in so it's really exciting it's like it's like there's there's festivals being announced at the moment ava were out today Um, just loads of things that are just you know happening and and Mm -hmm. feel like Yes, that could probably happen. It is weird. Where, like, where were you when the pandemic ended? We were in Galway. <laughs> I know it was weird. I know it was a strange uh, situation. Uh, but it does feel uh, like a different situation now. I went for a pint with my friend last night, indoors in the pub, and like you could go to the bar and order a drink, and everything was just like, oh God, we're so we've been so conditioned for so long. We've conditioned ourselves over the last. Like, few does years. no does nobody want to see my COVID passport? Really? Yeah. Do, yeah. do you want to see it? Hi, I'm here now. Anyone? Hello. <laughs> yeah. No. Very strange, but but nice, nice, but weird, and uh, yeah, I think it's going to take uh, getting used to for sure. Yeah, it is. It is. Mm. But in the meantime, I mean, I guess we all thought that uh, January would be very, very quiet anyway, and there'd be very basically nothing happening because things weren't yep. allowed to. But now we are allowed. We're getting towards the end of January, and it's been nice because it's been. I've moved house since I last talked yeah. to you on the podcast. So there just there are different things happening, and they're all very positive. And I've been really enjoying listening to music again. I really did feel that December break was a really honest good break. From uh, the new music, like grind or whatever you want to call it, but like obviously for me that's a job and that's what we do. And but you do need, you really do need that time, yeah, away just to just to give yourself um, a fresh perspective and a new perspective. So you're excited to go back to it again, and it's more for than sure. holiday. It was more like the month long just revisiting thing. I mean, I got sick of that as well. <laughs> like, mm. I mean, our last episodes were end of year stuff, so you can go and listen to those. But um, you know, best songs and best albums and uh, the podcast awards as well. But you know, it was really nice to get back and just listening to things that I'd never heard before. And so, yeah, stuff that isn't work. You know what I mean? I listened to a lot of yeah. podcasts this month. I I didn't get back into the kind of daily routine of like listening to like a new album or whatever, unless I was reviewing something or unless it was for work. Um, until like maybe last week. Um, and the break did did me 
a lot of good, I think. Well, I've spoiler alert, years. some of this stuff is actually uh, old music in terms of what we're going to discuss. Not all Yeah, of it, okay, let's, let's, let's get into it. Let's do it. Yeah, uh, before we do, let me say, just say um, a big shout out to anyone on our Patreon and our Discord server, especially if you want access to the Discord server and if you want to support 909 and the podcast in general, it is patreon.com forward slash 909. Uh, many of you have supported us and we really, really, really appreciate that. And uh, if the Discord access is um, <coughs> really become the hub for where uh, the, the 909 community and, and pals hang out and... Uh, it's been great. It's been great over this last month as well. Um, mm. Just being, you know, we talk about it a lot, but it is like a really great little space. Oh, it's and, fantastic. And very positive space. So actually a, a very funny thing happened. I'm not going to name either of these people's names because anonymity is, is anonymity is assured here. But I got a, a text from a dear friend of mine saying, I'm with a person from the Nile or Nine Discord right now. And this person knows you from the Discord. And then I got a voice memo from the both of them together. And I was like, wow, oh, worlds are colliding here. Very strange, very, very <laughs> lovely. And the three of us are going to become best gig pals uh, now, which is great. Lovely. So, yeah. Isn't that nice? It, absolutely, absolutely mad. So hello to both of you. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's patreon.com for slash 909 for access to that. Okay, so uh, first album, um, first release, I'm going to pick for um, the... Best music we heard this month. Um, uh, it is from an artist called Bill Fay. So this is old music that was newly re-released. Effectively, Bill Fay is a British singer-songwriter. Uh, released his self-titled debut and a follow-up in 1970 and 71. Um, and the album at the time is called Psych- uh, A Time of the Last Persecution, a kind of a psychedelic folk record, very much a singer-songwriter kind of vibe. And he kind of disappeared then after that. Um, and this collection of music is basically archival recordings from around that time. It is called Still Some Light Part 1. It's on the Dead Oceans label. Uh, it was originally released in 2010, actually, um, as a double CD. and But now it's been out again. It's all on uh, streaming and it's on vinyl and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I'm going to play a song, probably the opening song, actually. Let's try it out. This is a, a Backwoods Maze. So, Andrea, the Bill Fay album, so still some like it's obviously you know demos and stuff like that as well. Mm. I think, um, obviously, we were gushing about uh, Get Back and the Beatles documentary and stuff like that, but there's something in terms of the sound of this record that reminds me a lot of some of that Beatles stuff, like the kind of mm. nice balladry they did, the singer, the songwriting style. I really liked what I heard here, and it was just one of those albums came out. I think it was the second week when I was the first week back in terms of January and you know usually when things are busy in terms of album releases 
you probably would put this on the back burner in terms of even listening to it. Sure. Um, and I think I'd heard the name Bill Fay before. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's something about that. Let's give it a go. So I really, I, I stuck it on. I really enjoyed it. It's um, it's kind of a dark collection of music in a lot of ways. Mm. It's a, it's not totally like uh, bright and shining. It's a lot, there's a lot of foreboding music in here. Um, there's a lot of, um, I don't know, there's a lot of like commenting on maybe, you know, society and failing and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm. There's, uh, the second song, this one is bored. I love the, uh, the lyrics on that one. Have you heard this one? Said the minister for laughs. Obscene, said the minister for good taste. I just think there's something really interesting here. Uh, and he was one of those artists that really was forgotten about. Mm. Um, a lot of the songs seem to be recorded now um, by uh, some artists who are associated with Dead Oceans, actually. Um, so there's some covers coming out from Kevin Morby. And Steve going along with others. Um, so I just, yeah, it was really nice to just uh, delve into this and uh, discover it. And I did listen to some of the um, proper albums from Bill Fay as well that week. Mm. And I actually preferred this one. It's kind of got the I do too, raggedy yeah. Yeah, demo style, which I, I much preferred. I, I, I love the sound of this record. You're, you're dead right when you say that it, it kind of, it was well placed to be released and listened to during that kind of get back furore um which i'm actually still kind of on at the minute but yeah like listening to a lot of the beatles and listening to a lot of kind of late 60s 1970s music uh particularly guitar music kind of set me up well for for this i probably wouldn't have like listened to this album before around the time it came out if i wasn't reviewing it i do have a review up in the irish times of it um and i thought yeah, it was it was a really lovely welcome kind of return to the past. I think the guitar and piano arrangements on it are absolutely exceptional. Like they're really, really beautifully done. And there is that kind of raw scratchiness in the like, you know, I suppose the quote unquote production, you know, they are they are demos, mm. but um yeah, it just adds a kind of a layer of dust over it or something and a a, a layer of um of something a little bit gritty, even though they are, you know, folk mm. songs at the end of the day. Um, I, I think this album is, it's the perfect album for like a rainy Sunday, you know, and oh, you're yeah, like yeah. doing a bit of housework or you're making pancakes or something like that. And you just pop it on and it, it really, it does sweep you away. Like it's a, it's, it, it's a beautiful, it's full of beautiful songs. It's full of songs that you'd imagine in an alternative universe where, you know, he wasn't dropped by his label and didn't, you know, kind of go dark in terms of the music industry that like a lot of these songs would have been considered classics, you know. Um, mm. But but he did. He he went very quiet. There were all these rumors that he'd gone off to like head some religious group or even a cult or whatever. But I, in, in actual fact, he just wasn't making music, you know. Yeah, the, um, the truth is often just mundane. It's in that way. yeah, yeah. It's not. Ne it's never really as exciting. But um, but really fantastic. And uh, you choosing it for this has reminded me that I do want to pick up a copy of the LP. Um, yeah, funny you mentioned that. I think, think lovely, lovely. Yeah, I think so. I think I actually heard this album i put this on uh, on a sunday when i was like dinner i think right it is it on, it, it, it's it perfect for like, that I'll isn't it this. yeah i'll try this yeah yeah, yeah it's a, really. it's it, it's kind of like the whatever mood you're in when you put on like a joni mitchell album or something like that or like you where, where you're just kind of like okay i'm just gonna i'm gonna do a very like non-taxing task like making french toast or making some dinner or something 
and just listen to an album. This album is perfect for that. So yeah, yeah and so I, throw it on on Sunday for anyone who hasn't heard it. Um, yeah. Bonus if it's raining outside. Just yeah, really wonderful, wonderful songs. Mm. Lovely. I, yeah, so I did actually, so as I said, I moved house. So, you know, a part of that year, like set up, I set up all my records again, mm. as you can see some behind me and, uh, you know, I set up where it is and all. So it's just kind of like that nice renewal part where you're like, I really appreciate these again in a way that I haven't for a few months. Yes. And so I've bought loads of records in the last few weeks. Mm. I was like, oh, better, better stop now. Better stop. Uh, but I can't. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I, I love rearranging records in that way. Like I'll, I'll. Oh, listen, I have a system. Go. I have a system. Yeah. I don't at the moment because we got, we also got um, a lot of new stuff kind of over Christmas and um, himself has no respect for my organization of records. So they do get kind of jumbled up. <laughs> quite quickly but I I enjoy actually going back through them and looking at what we're listening to a lot and picking out things that we're not listening to a lot and um a lot of kind of old older records that you just kind of wouldn't think to put on or whatever um but yeah it's nice listening to actual analog music yeah I'm really happy (laughs) with my my current catalog system it's like it has you know, like, a, are you sh- by, by genre or are you alphabetical? Um, somewhat. I mean, so I have, you know, I have uh, uh, the top one here beside me is like the, the in rotation kind of ones, the ones mm-hmm. that I bought recently, all that kind of stuff. I have a compilation one. Mm-hmm. Um, I have old 70s and 80s kind of dusty stuff and folk. And kind so of I, kind I of actually think decades are the best way to catalog yeah. things. I think alphabetical you give up on it too quickly genre is a nightmare um because we've been post genre for about a decade now so i just think decade just do it by decade yeah I well is, i think some, probably the some best way to do it. some 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 like moods like you know mm. more gentle these kind of stuff and then i have yeah. you know over there's 12 inches like for dancing and, and records like that yeah in yeah. certain areas yeah or, or by um, mood i guess as well yeah yeah da- daily. A rap section as well so you know yeah those kind of ideas yeah so it's nice i think yeah anyway. maybe bill Fay would be a good one to pick up at some point and add to that kind of a uh, gentler listening uh home mm-hmm. listening is what i call yeah it. yeah homey listening yeah. Cool. Okay. okay. My um I'm gonna chat about an album that I loved this month. Um it is not out yet, but we're probably not gonna get a chance to talk about it next month because we have a packed schedule coming up on the 909 podcast. Um so <laughs> um I'm gonna talk about uh Mitski, um Laurel Hell, and this song is called Love Me More. Now, Andrea, Mitski is not really one of those artists that you would perhaps put on on a Sunday afternoon and leisurely uh, listen to. It's quite intense. <laughs> yeah, Mitski. Uh, yeah, bless her. Uh, I watched an interview with her recently. Um, it was one of those like, 
uh where she like reads tweets or whatever oh, about yeah, herself yeah. um and one of the tweets was alluding to the kind of the sad girl aesthetic thing and she was like the sad girl thing is over like let's let's not be because she she actually finds it a bit like derivative and um patronizing to like women's music and i'm while i am i do self-identify as a sad girl and i have many sad girl playlists sad girl autumn sad girl spring all of that kind of stuff i do tend to agree with her um but that said like mitski does have a certain kind of like vibe to her music like you you can't help but sort of like seep into that mood that very particular mood that she has even when she is changing up like her sound a bit so laurel hell the this album is a lot more kind of 1980s since whereas be the cowboy was a lot more kind of like funk like bright funk guitars and and kind of a lot brighter production before that she was really kind of more focused on distorted guitars so she has kind of changed up her sound a good bit um, o- over the course of her five albums. Is this her fi- Is this her sixth album? Is it? It's something like it's something mad like that. I had it here, but it's gone now. Anyway, um, but Laurel Hell, yeah this this album I uh, I've been re- reviewing it this week, so I've been listening to it a lot this week. And the more I listen to it, it's kind of like the more I find. Obviously, this is the album. This is her first album since announcing an indefinite hiatus in 2019 um, away from making music and performing music um, because it was it was all getting too much for her. And she kind of felt like she talked about feeling like um, she she was looking into the future and seeing herself creating music that she didn't believe in just in order to kind of like keep her job. Um, yeah. And you, you get that a bit um, or very much rather on uh, on the song working for the knife, which I think is a brilliant kind of meditation on that, on that idea of like trying to be a creative person, but also like the capitalist um, structure that does exist in, in, in the music business. And I think it's interesting as well that this album was like when, when she said about that hiatus you know she was contracted to do another album but um I don't think that this is her just like fulfilling that contract thankfully I think it is a really 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 good album I don't think it has the kind of I mean I think love love me more is is like you know a banger there's a few like you know more upbeat I suppose songs on it kind of brighter songs but I do think it's a very dark record that fans of Mitski will love people just getting into her. I'd say go to be the cowboy first and then move on to this. But I think there's a lot of greatness on here. Like the, her, her lyrics are so, so good. Like she's always been amazing at kind of really, really stepping back from herself and, and being critical about what it is that she's feeling, how it is that she's expressing it like why like where where be the cowboy was about like relationships this is much more about like her like as a person trying to work through the world trying to work through the industry and trying to take a step back and do like a lot of self-analysis 
and it works I think I think like having a, a kind of a brighter poppier sound with those kinds of lyrics probably wouldn't have worked for her and I really like the kind of almost like 80s horror movie um like thread in terms of like the production and the synths and all the instruments that kind of run through it kind of make me think of a of like an 80s horror movie mixed with like an 80s teen movie sort of thing so I I think it's really great it's out on the 4th of um February and oh, so next week and incredibly short yeah. album as well um incredibly short I'm well, 32 I think it's minutes, 10 it's quite tracks short, right? oh sorry yeah 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 I think it's 10 10 tracks uh, is it there's 11 like nine, nine or 10 11 yeah, sorry yeah 11 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and speaking of the sad girl thing, uh, her mm. I didn't realize, but her second album is called Retired from Sad, New yeah. Career in Business. <laughs> new Career in Business, that's the one, yeah. I, and I wondered why she didn't call this one Retired from Business, New Career in Self-Analysis or something. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like obviously so happy to have her back. Um, got sorted for a ticket uh, for her Dublin show, which I'm delighted about. Um, and very much considering going to the UK to see harry styles with her supporting um she's oh, yeah, not supporting she, him here she's not supporting here arlo parks no is well arlo parks is which yeah. fair enough like you'd still go to see arlo parks but mitski and harry styles sign me up i, I mean, mean you're, that, you're that's the a good night out. for that <laughs> i am i'm the exact center of that venn diagram i do love harry styles and i do love mitski so um i wonder is he he's probably due an album now this year is he harry yeah, I don't listen to his music very often. I just sort of like wish him well, you know, just like constantly. <laughs> like sometimes I'll just think about him and be like, hope he's doing okay. Yeah. Okay. He good. seems to be fine. Anyway, I think but he's doing fine. yeah. What have you got next now? <laughs> um, well, uh, I it's a song from an album, but an album did, that did come out as well this month. Um, it is from Earl Sweatshirt. The album that came out was called Sick. Um, and. I'm just really impressed with what, what Earl Sweat, Sweatshirt can, can continues to do. Uh, it's a very short kind of release. It's a 10-tracker. Um, uh, Arm and Hammer features on it, and there's Zellupers as well. But mostly it's just Earl doing his Earl thing. What I really like about it, I think they deliberately uh, chose some beat productions and stuff that are just a bit off-kilter. And I think Earl is really good at doing that. So here is a track called Titanic from Earl Sweatshirt. See you straight, no frills. What I think might pay the bills. Spit on the cam like Machiavelli. Came home in the 2011. Pasadena John calling me really. Ain't nowhere none of this shit was headed. I ain't even know. Intellect not gonna protect me. Bro just crashed, fucked up his dodge. Now he's shopping for another Hemi. Stay from rock and wreck the wheel. Did the dash, got out of Dodge. Crashed out grandmama's car. They got tipped off by civilians. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, think I already feel it. Sweatshirt, cause you know I revenge is best, sir. Cold dish. Pressure cook roast. No assist, I'm out here on a mission. Triple doubling off for the strips. Get ghosts like I need a killer. Get ghosts like an apparition. Hometown, homie down like a rock. So you know how I gotta skip it. Skip it. Skip it. So you know just how we live. All right, yeah, I do recommend that Earl's Veterhood album if you're looking for something a bit different in terms of, I mean, Earl, Earl those Earl stuff. But um, it's a bit more, it's a bit less hazy than some of it. It's a bit more direct than what it used to be uh, for me, I find. And 
yeah, I really like it. I really like the Earl sweatshirt stuff. Um, I think, uh, yeah, uh, between that, that was the first kind of uh, week of releases this week or this uh, in January this month. Uh, also, there's the mm. FK Twigs mixtape, which you know I actually enjoyed for for what it was. Uh, copy songs. It to me, it felt like a definitely a January release, a release that was just like, okay, we're going to knock this out and mm. uh, FK Twigs by contrast from Magdalene having a bit more fun um, and doing more poppy kind of stuff um, with The weekend and Pasalu and Georgia Smith on board. But yeah, those two were the first uh, releases I really delved into properly. Mm. Um, in and obviously The weekend had an album as well, which is not on our list here. No, I, I actually did listen to it because it was the well, it came out what first week of January. And, I think so, yeah. Uh, I, I, think I gave it, it a go. It seemed, release, like I like yeah. the vibe of it. I like the kind of eighties electro thing that he do, does, but uh-huh. I don't know. I just wasn't really I don't really vibe with it much. Fair. So there Look, we are. It's not on my list either. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. Um cool. You, are you going next as well? Yeah, I'm gonna uh, just another track. Uh so just I uh, wanted to highlight this track. Um so it's from uh Soichi Tarada, I think his name is, um a, a Japanese house producer actually who's, who's been around a long, long time. And a new album that came out the first, again the first week in January. Uh the album is called Asakusa Light and uh I'm going to play a bit of a track from it and then explain uh, why I'm picking So that's a track called Bamboo Fighter from Soichi Tarada. Um, and yeah, as I said, Japanese house producer in 2015. Uh, the uh, producer and DJ Honey uh, curated a retrospective of his material called um, uh, Sounds of the Fire from the Far East. And uh, basically that collected a lot of the work that Soichi Tarada did in the 90s and the early 2000s. Very much a weird time in terms of, um, I mean, obviously a very fruitful period for dance music and house music in particular. But like if you think about, we were talking about records and stuff like that. A lot of those records were kind of consigned to dust bins and, and, you know, didn't have the long uh, value as maybe records we would have now. Mm -hmm. So I think you're even seeing that now with um, All City is doing a a re-release of some old um, Irish records. uh, like dance music from the late 90s and early 2000s and i think that's really interesting because that's not something that really has a shelf life literally like there you know you can't really find that unless you go to dustbins because it is kind of like i think it's unearthing that kind of music and and showing people that hey there was you, you might remember it from that time but you might not but it, it still stands up here and there you know mm. um so i really like that idea that there's some uh delving into that past about 
music and uh, well this is a brand new album actually from Soichi Torada and uh, uh, it is all using the same um, synths and drum machines that he originally used like 30 years ago so it has a kind of um, uh, like same kind of 90s um, early 2000s feel to it and um, mm-hmm. so yeah I'm really enjoying I want to actually go back and listen to the album itself properly came up in Bandcamp for me on a Bandcamp search and uh, is, an, is a name that I saw around over the last number of years but I don't think I was really familiar with anything uh, that he'd done so that is it, a Japanese producer uh, Soichi Torada uh, oh, the All City um, I think actually the All City uh, label that is releasing this uh, early 90s uh, or late 90s uh, dance music is called Arish like what a perfect name for a reissue label Very for good. an Irish reissue label I love it I, love I like it. that Okay, cool. Over to you. Thank you. Um, okay, so I have um, a couple of songs from an artist that I just became familiar with um, this month. Uh, she is Lucy Rice. She is a Dublin artist, very much a new artist. Started making music in kind of, I think, January of 2021. She got two tracks on her Spotify. Uh, this one is called Reservoir. I stay up late every night. With my best friend and dancing socks to dust covered albums I lie awake every night And as we skim the finest ones And I search for the perfect pine cone And wash the dirt right off my dungarees I can tell that we are gonna be friends Because I'm anxious to fall asleep Tell me when you wanna be down By the reservoir, by the reservoir Because I'm anxious to fall asleep Tell me when you wanna be down By the reservoir, by the reservoir I heard a White Strike reference there. Mm-hmm. Very cool. She, yeah, I really like her sound. It's like really good indie pop kind of sound. I really, really like her voice. Um, like the two tracks Where's she, she has. She, she's from Dublin. Oh, um, she's got Reservoir and, and Moonbeams is, is the other track, which you should also check out. Uh, she's bringing out an album later in the year. And she's also playing in Whelan's on February 17th. Uh, which I reckon I'm going to go along to, and it might be my first gig back now that I now that I look at the old calendar. Yeah, it might be my first gig back. Um, she's also she's really great on Instagram as well. Like she kind of is very open and l- likes chatting to people and chatting through like the meanings behind her songs and kind of um, chatting a bit about things like mental health and stuff. She seems like a really really cool uh, person. And I really, really like her sound. So Very I think good. everyone should go and listen to Last Apollo. Where did you hear um, of Last Apollo? Um, I got an Instagram DM from Sophie White, who is the author of uh, Corpsing. And she oh, said, yeah. hey, you should check out this person because she makes good music. And you you like people who make good music. And I said, Sophie, 
that's that's an excellent shout. So um, <laughs> thank you also to Sophie White <laughs> for Very introducing good. me to. Uh, I just to looked episode. back there to see uh, did I get an email from Laughs Ball. Turns out I did, but it was in late November. So ah, there you go. Uh, see how we miss these things. Slipped you know? between the cracks. Yeah. There you go. Sometimes you need a best-selling author to slide into your DMs. You know, <laughs> and it's nice. It's nice to know that we have that we have them there when we need them. So um, so yeah, definitely check out Last Apollo, um, and. Buy tickets to that show. Yeah. Because yeah, I'd nice. say it'll be good. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. My next choice is a track, actually, but it's also from another new album, um, which I haven't had a chance to listen to yet. But I, I heard this track uh, on Friday and I thought, that sounds a lot like the Human League. And I like it a lot. I'm in so this, already. <laughs> very good. This is uh, Boy Harsher uh, with a, a song called Autonomy. Boy Harsher, the track is called Autonomy. The um, singer on that track is not one of the uh, two artists, uh, August Augustus Muller and Jay Matthews, who are actually in Boy Harsher, but that is Cooper B. Handy of a band called Lucy, who I'd never heard before. Very much Human League vibes off that uh, real new wavy kind of thing going on. And it's from an album called The Runner, which is a short album that came out uh, last week it is also uh, served it's their fifth album they're from northampton in the u.s they uh, are um a very much do a lot of very dark kind of electro pop stuff but this is not like that at all so i wonder uh, i'd say there is some darker stuff on it because this uh, album the runner is also a, a soundtrack for a film that they wrote produced and directed uh, a horror film as well so uh, cool. attached to a meta style documentary about boy harsh's recording processes so um inter- <laughs> okay. i don't know if it's going to be good or if it's going to be like um did you see the saint vincent uh, uh film in the end no but i saw pillow queen sarah corcoran saying on her instagram that it was good and yeah. i was surprised by that because i've heard it's really bad but I trust <laughs> I Sarah Corcoran's well. taste in things. So I'm like, hmm. So maybe I'll check yeah. it out. Yeah. Um, but have, have you seen it? Sorry. Yeah, I have. I have. I, I okay. was, I was, uh, I'd mix. Yeah. I, I, I can't say I enjoyed it, but I, uh, okay. I, I kind of enjoy It was very lush and uh, well shot. Sure. Mostly. And uh, I like Carrie Brown. Annie too, Clark so. is, is very cool. And even though. Yeah. But are, are we not kind of like up. post Annie Clark is cool at this stage? I'm like, okay, yeah, we get it. Like, you're very cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You've been cool for like a decade now. Do something I know, else. but the film is kind of about, <laughs> about the cool um, mm. and like her trying, like, not to spoil anything, but basically the setup of the first uh, part of the film is that she's like, she actually isn't cool and she puts on this cool character 
but mm. she's actually just a complete dork off stage and that's the whole thing um and that's mm. kind of the the premise of the of the movie really um, okay but yeah i don't know i don't think it really works because um you know but i mean she's not a bad actress so i'll tell you that um anyway that's nothing sure. to do with this i haven't seen the horror film it's called the runner that uh, boy harsher have made as part of this but it did debut on a uh, a horror a, sh- a horror platform uh streaming platform uh which was called i want to say shudder did i see that somewhere a horror yeah platform, I, I thought i saw that um written down somewhere um yeah i think it's anyway it, apparently they'll be doing some shows well actually i think they're announced for dublin um as well so uh they are they're playing here so maybe they'll be doing it yeah 9th of june tw- uh, sorry that was last year who knows what <laughs> i don't know if there's a rescheduled date for this anymore how can we know okay it was rescheduled originally i don't know when anyway there was a gig that's supposed to happen last year uh and who knows when it's supposed to happen but keep an eye out because <laughs> you may see a boy harsher gig Go- so there you google go. it just google there you it. go i tried i tried and <laughs> no 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm telling tell the i'm telling the listeners just <laughs> if all else fails and you don't know what to do just google it just have a just google. Google, it. google just google it um, okay you mentioned sarah corcoran earlier on i did so, uh, from one pillow queen to the pillow queens it's pillow queens with their new track uh be by your side Be by your side by Pillow Queen. So new album, huh? Yeah, very excited. Isn't the artwork for this album? I don't know who did it. Is it not like some of the most beautiful artwork you've ever seen in your life? Oh, I, I have to go look for uh, it now. Oh my god, it reminds me of like old like French film posters and also like Belle and Sebastian album covers. It's so beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um. So oh, I'll I haven't have to, seen it till now. Uh, uh, yeah, it, are you looking at it? I am. Yeah, it's lovely. It's very nice. It looks um, like it should be, um, you know, one of those. Um, sorry if I'm ruining this now for for Bill of Queens. <laughs> it looks like one of those album covers that should be, uh, you know, textured. You know, when you get oh it on vinyl. yeah yeah that very expensive like a, kind like of a uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's 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 really, really lovely. Before I even heard the song, I was like, oh, very nice album artwork. Um, song is great. I'm I like obviously so delighted uh, that it's New Year, New Pillow Queens. I do feel like I have played personally, I've played their debut album to death at this stage. <laughs> so yeah. I was very, and, you know, obviously still love it. Um, one, one of the best records to come out that year, 2019. Um, but I was definitely ready for some new songs, I think, from Pillow Queens. And I don't think Be By Your Side is much of a departure, like sound-wise, which I'm very happy no. about. Um, I don't want it to be a departure. I didn't want them to go and like experiment too much. But there is there is a bit of change in it. There's like a kind of a, there's a beat that comes in uh, that was a little bit surprising in kind of the chorus, a kind of like a womp-womp sort of sound, which is nice. Um, I think it's great. I, I think they're just, you know, obviously they're on this like, amazing like upward trajectory in terms of like getting their music heard by people outside of Ireland people everyone inside of Ireland seems to have just like adopted them and just like rooting for them so much um they are my first port of call uh when people start saying things like Irish people are begrudgers about um Irish bands who have international success I'm like "Mm, interesting explain pillow queens then and how much we all love them but um I just think they're amazing and I hope that the next few releases from the album are as good as this one. Um, Very good. Yeah, um, wish them all the best. According to the press release for the album, it, uh, this is the answer to what do queer dream blues sound like? So. Oh, yay. <laughs> sad sad girl queer dream blues. Or, ju- or just sad, sad queer dream blues. Happy yeah. about that. Can I ask you, since you brought it up, um, what you think of the new Fontaine single? Because <laughs> um, I quite like it, and uh, I was surprised by it, and uh, and I didn't. Uh, I just was over the Discord, a, a discourse about um, all of the things about you know whatever. I don't care anymore. I kind of want the Fontaines to be whatever people want them to be. Do you know what I mean? Like whatever. I'm just like whatever. Yeah. I like the song. I actually do like the song. I like it a lot, and. Uh, it kind of reminded me of like Holy Bible era Manic Street Preachers, which was weird. Yeah, I didn't expect enough. that. And I know they were like joking last year. They were like, oh, we made a disco album. Of course they didn't make a disco album. No. Um, but, no, well, you know, I mean, they, like they said the same thing. They were like, oh, we made a Beach Boys album about the second one. It's like, they didn't. Um, yeah, like, uh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a good song. Uh, it's absolutely fine. It's the discourse and then it's the reaction to the discourse and then it's the people saying that they're tired of the discourse and then it's me and you saying that we're tired of people being tired of it. And it's just, it's this endless kind of cycle. But like, I will say, I don't believe that the people who don't like Fontaine's DC and are vocal about not liking Fontaine's DC are doing it because they're begrudging them. I think like, believe it or not, it's possible to not like this band. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. This band isn't for everyone. Um, and that's fine. Same way that like Dermot Kennedy isn't for everyone. That's fine. No one's No, Dermot Kennedy anyone. is for everyone. Sorry. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. No, you're right. Yeah, no, sorry. I'm I I, 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 I misspoke I there. Um, no, but like, you know, it's it's not out of the question that people just don't like this band. Um Fontaine yeah. CC that is. Um in the same way that like there might be people out there who don't like pillow queens and that's fine but it's just i don't know i don't like the idea that um that that when equally like it's a problem when 
when if Irish people like begrudge an act for getting big I think it's equally a problem when you have to when you get to a stage where you have to pretend to like an act just because they just because they're big at the same time I'm not the biggest fan of Fontaine's DC I think they're a good band like and I I wish them the best and I'm delighted to see like Irish rock music on a world stage I will always be delighted about that but personally I don't listen to them very much and that's not because I begrudge them success <laughs> well we have another Irish rock band to talk about in a minute but before that yeah uh, let's talk about one of your faves yeah okay just gonna check the list yeah there it is uh well, this you can, is the... <laughs> you, can, you can do both or you can talk about either whenever you want um we I'm... know you're a fan of one of, of all both of them already of both so. of these I, well, I'll I'll do both. Uh, the, the the first one um, is um, surprisingly enough, given how recently we've kind of been talking about this artist, um, it's a new track from the Weather Station, and it's called Endless Time. So let's end this time from the weather station who is Tamara Lindemann, uh, which is a very fun name to say and look at. Name. It's lovely as a Tamara Lindemann, you know, one one half of her first name is the letter A. Incredible. Um, so released one of my favorite albums uh, of last year, which is called Ignorance, um, which is a just brilliantly, lushly produced uh, kind of reaction to um a lot of things but kind of the natural world and loneliness and isolation and um cl- the climate crisis and uh things like that i think it was, it was one of the first very good albums about, about about climate change i think um and she's following it up with a companion release um which is going to be called how is it i should look at the stars i believe and this is the the first single from that that's going to be out on march 4th i don't think this single gives too much away um about it i know that she said that the time that she was writing ignorance was the time when she was writing the most amount of music it was kind of her most like prolific um songwriting time of her life and that uh these songs that are going to be on this new record are kind of from around that time as well. They just didn't really fit into kind of the theme of that one. And she described the the new one as the kind of the moon to the sun of ignorance. So um, a little bit reminiscent of the the two Big Thief albums. We got um, uh, UFOF and Two Hands um, in 2019, I think as well. So, um, or 2018, 2019. Um, and I love companion albums i like i i like having two albums coming out within a kind of a 12 month period that are you know linked with each other but maybe different perspectives on on the same idea i i like more of that i think i prefer that actually to like a double album coming out so i think i i think it's a smart move just kind of like in the industry as well um yeah. so 
Speaking yeah. of that idea, what like I know we talked about it in this in the Discord or or, or various people did, but um, what do you think about the idea of rolling out um, tracks from the album mm. uh, that hasn't been released yet? So the big there's thief. two at the moment, big T problem because we we're <laughs> going to talk about it, and then uh, same with uh, Beach House who are doing the same thing, who are doing chapters yeah. from the album. Yeah, I'm not as familiar with the Beach House rollout, but the the Big Thief one, I know that a few people in the Discord were saying that they had a problem with it, um, that it seemed a bit maybe like it was being done so that um, streaming numbers would be up and that kind of thing, and that it was very much a label decision. I don't really mind it, to be honest. I mean, I think Big Thief have put out, if I'm correct, I think eight tracks from the new album. The new album is 20 songs long. So I yeah. think it, it would be different if it was a 13-song record, maybe. And I, I don't know how many more they're going to put out before it's released. Um, I think it's Probably released on... Not that more. I think that, it's like, like the 17th or something, is it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, or, yeah. The, or the 18th, I think, that, that week. I've heard it. I've, I've listened to it. Um, it's excellent. It's really, really great. Uh, if anyone wants me to write a review, let me know. I have a lot of thoughts. Um, and... Um, but I don't mind the slow release thing because I do think that you have the option to not engage until yeah until it comes so. out. Um, and when it's a band like Big Thief, it's kind of like, I don't know if I get the kind of the cash grab thing as much as if it was like a really huge artist like fucking Drake yeah. or something. Or maybe it's a, uh, yeah, maybe it's a statement of intent about how, how good they think the songs are. <laughs> You know what I mean? It, it no might be like they putting them out like that. Yeah, they don't um they don't share a lot about their kind of their decision making when it comes to like releasing things. It it they've always sort of felt like just by virtue of how many records they've released so far in their career and even in their kind of individual like solo careers and how like close together these releases are and how quickly they seem to just write, record and release music. I just get the impression that once something is written and recorded, they want it out as soon as possible and they want people listening to it as soon as possible. So I guess that that kind of like fits in with their with their model so far anyway. Like you're not a, a big thief release is it is a big deal for people who like l listen to that band and stuff. But yeah. I get I get the impression that they kind of want to demystify that a little bit, and I think that releasing a lot of the songs in the lead up to it is is, is a good way to do that. But, um, but yeah, they're kind of private about that stuff. Uh, the Beach House stuff, I don't know how 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 many tracks have they released. Well, they're doing uh, eighteen tracks in four chapters, and I think the they've oh. done three now. So oh, so they're like serializing the album. Yeah, essentially. Oh, that's um, that's interesting. Yeah, it's has different. anyone done um, that before? Um, I don't know. It's kind of like ep it. Um, episodic. I think it's an interesting yeah. way to do it. I always, I, I'm, I'm really here for, um, I mean, people who listen to the Donda episode or any time I've spoken about Kanye West will know that I'm really here for um, people trying to kind of like renew or regenerate or just kind of yeah. do a different, uh, have a different take on how we release uh, records. Well, I'll tell you so, that. 
that uh, Beach House album is 84 minutes long, so you wouldn't want to be listening Ooh. to that one go necessarily. Okay. And okay. Everything I've heard from it, there's a couple of really nice songs on it for sure, but yeah, it, I mean, it's fairly Beach Housey, you know what I mean? Okay. You're like, sure. do I need 18 Beach Do you need songs? 84 minutes mm, of that? I don't, know. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see, but like ultimately we don't yeah. know yet. Um, sure. But that'll be interesting to see. Cool. Um, but yeah. Okay. There's also, uh, there's a big, uh, uh, <laughs> elephant in the room. <laughs> shaped uh, elephant in the room um, so Father John Misty ascended. is back he has a song Father called John. Funny Girl it's a post-punk um, <laughs> uh, spoken word shouty num- no it's not uh, what is it? no What's it's not no thank god yeah Father John Misty's back I don't know how I feel about Father John Misty being back okay I, I will say that. okay Let's listen to a bit of the song first. This is called Funny Girl. God, the pandemic has changed you, Andrea. Man, I I don't know what to do. (laughs) All right, let's hear a bit of Funny funny Girl. girl. Funny Girl Your schedule's pretty crazy Doing interviews For the new live action Kathy Could you pencil in Father John Missy going to be uh, performing at the Oscars this year because that certainly sounds like he might be. It does, right? Yeah, there is this kind of um, old Hollywood thing that's um, emerging in music right now. Like Adele very much did it on her record. Um, Mr. Tillman seems to be doing it here. I I like this song. I'm going to say that up front. I think it's a good song. Um, I like the production on it. I like that it's a little bit different. Um, And I tend to like when he does kind of piano ballads as well. I guess like you and I were talking before we were actually talking before the uh, podcast awards and I had suggested a an award for an artist who like didn't return in 2021 who we kind of expected to and my nominee for that was was Father John Misty um and we scrapped it because you know it's 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 boring but also well no um, we had him last year year and we had him last year and and it's just it's kind of one of those things where i don't know if too much time has passed now and like my personal fandom meter has kind of wavered but i was really excited to hear this song i was very excited at the idea of him putting out another album but maybe it's my old age or maybe it's twitter or maybe it's, I don't know what it is. I think when this album comes out, I want to listen to it and I don't want to talk to anyone about it. And I don't want to hear anyone's opinions on it. I don't I don't care if you don't like Father John. I think that's the thing. It's like yeah. I'm put off like engaging with being excited about it because I know that people have like a lot of very strong feelings about Father John Misty and they love telling me about mm. their very strong feelings about Father John Misty. And I'm just like, I don't, care like i just don't care don't tell me if you don't like him i just don't care um so i'm just i'm a bit sort of like hmm what is he going to offer us here because i i was also thinking a lot during you know the past few years with um everything that's been going on i'm like what what sort of take is he gonna have on this like what what way is he gonna approach 
um this is he going to address it at all so i'm really really excited about that kind mm. of stuff um judging by this song you know there's not much in the whole kind of like state of the world address that we got with like pure comedy for example and i don't know if it would work to do that again um since he kind of already did it on that album but maybe he yeah. needs to like readdress different the world, world or something a completely world, yeah. different world and different world that he was writing in as well and yeah i i wonder how I wonder how his kind of like wryness is like, is that now kind of gone out of style and is he going to kind of stick with it? Like the sarcasm and the, you know, being a character and the kind of like, I don't know, the flip flopping that he does between like sincerity and like, Mm sarcasm and hubris and and that kind of stuff i don't know where that's going to fit into this kind of like post-covid landscape and also just this kind of like wider the thing that we were talking about before in in pop culture this kind of wider acceptance of sincerity so i i i don't know i just don't know how how it's gonna go um Hmm. I, well, that's interesting to ponder. Yeah. And, uh, Do you know what I mean, though? I'm like, you're what, setting like, yourself up for some self preservation in terms of criticism as well. Look, uh, but that's, like, <laughs> you, in fairness, you did deactivate your Twitter account. So uh, I did. You know. Yeah. 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 So I'm not going to have to, I'm not going to have to see it, thankfully. But like, I, I just know that I will either write 5,000 words about this or I will speak to no one about it. Do you know what I mean? It's, 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 it, it's one of those things. I sort of don't care if it's good or bad. I'm just interested in what it's going to be, if that makes sense. Okay. I'm 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 now approaching Father John Misty kind of in a in a post fan state and more from a state of like interest. <laughs> post and, fan, and in, okay, intrigue. all right. You know what I mean? It's 2022. That's, a, that's not me saying I'm not. I'm I'm no longer a fan of his, but I'm definitely just approaching him with a bit more. You're over the label. You're over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I expressed any of that well, but. Yeah, I'll have I'll have more thoughts. I'm sure. I'm sure um, we'll be talking about him again at some point. Anyway, so or I, will, I will ask you pointedly. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, time for an album uh, that was released in January that is yeah. brand new, completely, and one I would recommend highly. Mm-hmm. It is by uh, Silverbacks, band from Dublin in Kildare, um, and their second album is called Archive Material, and it is a really great. Uh, moving on collection of uh, so it's released on full-time hobby it's kind of a different kind of a fizzier and more intricate uh, take from their first album it's got more funky kind of talking head stuff it's got more television uh, references it's got a bit of Stereolab in there it's got I think it's just it like moves their story on really nicely and has offers something different without being to uh, uh much of a retread and i've been really enjoying this album at the moment so here is a track from uh, my favorite track that i hadn't heard that was pre-released in fairness three tracks released in advance uh where my medals um archive material and uh uh rolodex city and then a job worth something earlier this month so four in advance but the one i i really enjoyed was called different kind of holiday has the really lovely dry dfa drums and uh, this one sounds like Weird times to die Too old to be doing nothing 
to make the dad smile round here And the glass is never ending Glitter up I'm a real good looking Watch the paint dry man It always comes to something Different kind of holiday Different kind of holiday There's an example there on the different kind of holiday of the kind of interlocking and intricate uh, guitar work that you can uh, expect from um, Silverbacks, but also I think it's a bit more uh, pointed and a bit more, I don't know, there's something different to it. It, it's, um, it feels more deliberate and clearer to me. Um, Silverbacks are Daniel and Killian O'Kelly, Emma Hanlon, Pat Carney, and Gary Wickham. Actually, last Saturday, my first uh, official day out <laughs> since all the news happened, it was a, a, their listening party of mm. the album in The Big Romance, and then they DJed afterwards. Uh, it was actually a very fun evening. And uh, yeah, I was not used to being out for plus five hours, and it didn't last all night. <laughs> but no, it was great. Enough. It was really good. Um, I, I think the album is just a really good amalgamation of all of those kind of influences and also doing their own thing. Again, um, we've got stuff in here that uh, last year, Killian O'Kelly released a, a solo LP of kind of um, composition work and some of the stuff that's on this, there's a song on this called Car Shade, which is very much like almost an ambient dreamy kind of piece. And kind I, of lo- breaks up I the love album. that track. I think yeah. it's a really, uh, really good decision to put that on. Yeah, yeah, it's a lovely thing. And I think also as well, like Emma Hanlon sings on at least, takes lead vocals on at least two of these tracks and yeah. uh, but is on more. And so I just want to play very briefly a bit of uh, I Am Wild, which is closes the album and um, give you a flavor of that. that silverbacks archive material album came out on full-time hobby um speaking of um kind of we were talking about the spoken post-punk kind of vibe thing that's been happening obviously myself and yourself will get to go to the dry cleaning gig in three weeks and that's a, a, a an absolute win Can't from fucking this wait. oh that's um, gonna be my first gig back that's the 15th yeah. is it 15th yeah oh, I'm so um excited. so that's gonna be fun and then also can uh, i go the, with you <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll sort that out off air. <laughs> yes, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, nice to have gig pals again. Um, oh, so that'll so be happening. And uh, you just, I think it's interesting just to ponder that uh, you know the, uh, the same day that that happened, 
the Yardact album came out from uh, a a what was it called? Uh, Overload, I think it is. It's called. Anyway, um, I haven't heard a, a single thing from Yardact yet. Um, okay, only very heard much talking like, about Yardact. So yeah, I never really got maybe. around to listen to BBC Six music regularly uh, much, and um, I think into the first couple of weeks I was here, we moved in and uh, you know painted the room and stuff, and I spent a lot of time. I listened to Six Music. I was really impressed with their kind of schedule and their programming and how open it is, not how indie it is, but this is fairly indie, the Yardak stuff. I was very, very disappointed with the album because a couple of songs uh. I was like, oh, they're not all right. It grates very quickly for me on oh, a second, a on an actual first listen. It just has that kind of Britpop, cheery lad sensibility over with spoken word over the kind of cool post-punky uh, guitar stuff that's happening. And I would just, it really, I think it was the lyrics that got me. I was like, this is not good. Okay. It's not good. And it's the kind of thing that sometimes is what uh, the uh, English press in particular seems to vibe with a lot. And you're like, this Mm. is not great. Anyway, I was less than impressed from Yard Act. I may go back to it, but there's a couple of songs on it that was like, yeah, that's fine and fun. But yeah, over the course of like, God, I think it was five songs in. I was like, no, I don't like this at all. Okay. Um, Anyway. Just they came out on the same day, you know, there was uh, uh, some analogy there in terms of um, what the British are doing and what the Irish are doing. Anyway, let's not start a war. Um, Okay, and I think um, I have one more choice that I'd just like to briefly talk about because I started with old music. I like to finish with old music. And this is kind of a personal one for me in a way because I remember like back in back when I was like a young, young boy, when I was a wee young lad. And so... There Running around songs. the fields yeah. of Kildare. <laughs> There's a few trouble. songs I remember like really loving. And um, uh, yeah, I think so. One of them was uh, Solid as a Rock by Ashford and Simpson. Do you remember that song? Um, I think I remember like a few of those kind of, I don't know where I even, you know, I think my parents had them. Um, so those kind of things. Um, and then the other one I remember was uh, Harvest for the World from, by the Christians. And I think another one was Womack and Womack and Teardrops. And uh, obviously uh, Teardrops is a bit of a classic. Um, <laughs> Womack and Womack uh, Teardrops is on an album called Conscience, um, which has been surprisingly an album that I've uh, been listening to a lot this uh, month. It is from 1988. Um, it has some absolute gorgeous songs on it. And uh, so we're talking about tunes like, well, Teardrop, the original version of Teardrop, the album version of Teardrop is on it, as well as a, a song called Conscience for My Conscience, of my conscience. Uh, Life's Just a Ball Game, people may know. And then a song called Missing Persons Bureau. It's absolutely beautiful. Like, it's just a beautiful album. So, uh, so what I did this week, I went, <laughs> it's such an old, like, it's a 1988 album. It's never been, like, given a deluxe treatment or anything like that. So I went and bought it off Discogs for the grand total price of one fifth, one euro fifty. <laughs> so along with loads of other records. So that's coming my way soon. But I was like, oh, I really want to hear that. Uh, I really want to own that album. I've been listening to it a lot. And, uh, and before you uh, ask the question, because I had to check this because I wasn't never really sure. I just took it for granted. Uh, is uh, Womack and Womack, is Bobby Womack related somehow? Yes. Uh, Cecil Womack and Linda Womack make up Womack and Womack. Linda Womack is Sam Cook's daughter. 
and Zaz Womack uh, was, you know, in it, Bobby's brother. So, but as this album, they were credited as Dr. Rue and Gypsy Wave Banner. Um, but the album's lovely. It's got real soul and heart to it. The track, uh, I played the album track, uh, is Conscience of My Conscience. A deep destiny undercover. Ooh, I like to discover my deepest destiny undercover. That's Womack and Womack, Conscience of My Conscience, open track from the Conscience album from 1988, an album I've just been listening to a lot this week and enjoying and bought for 150 off this cog. So that is uh, everything we were going to talk about in terms of music mm-hmm. uh, this month. Um, but Andrea, I didn't ask you for your reason to be cheerful, did I? Oh, my reason to be cheerful was Mitski tickets. Okay, yes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have other stuff that I liked this month. Do you have stuff? Do, yeah. you, do you have books and films and stuff? Well, I have. I definitely have one reason to be cheerful that is sort of, uh, you know, uh, related to all that is uh, okay. <laughs> the, the thing that everyone else is into, Wordle. I've been enjoying Wordle so much. <sighs> Niall, can you explain what's Wordle? I don't know what it is. Just don't look at Twitter and because people, I don't understand why people are putting up their Wordle scores and it's just a brain. It's just like a little crossword puzzle kind of thing. Okay. Uh, Do you have to be clever to play it? You're grand. You'll be fine. Okay. (laughs) Just feels Um, like people are just guess the five letter word in six goes. It's not hard. Um, And it's very addictive and it's a great thing to do. I I found it a great thing to do uh, first thing in the morning. And, uh, it's a nice little brain teaser. Is it a brain, return of like brain, brain training? Maybe. From the maybe. DS. I like Yeah, that. well, like, weren't, weren't you like, I'm going to do, at the start of the month, you were like going to do loads of things in Discord. You were like, yeah. I'm going to do loads of, did you do it? Yeah. Did you? I have drawn two pictures. <laughs> okay. Right? I have done many yogas. I did, um, 13 days of yoga in a row and then I fell oh, off the wagon. Oh, the I know. smug coming off this. No, oh, no. Is... No, but today is the 26th and I re- when I say I fell off the wagon, I really fell off the wagon so I have a lot to catch up on. What were my other ones? Dry January. Um, that was it, I think. Those were my three things. Um, and my, my New Year's resolution carried over from last year was I wanted to paint a picture and I'm going to paint one of my one of my little pictures that I made. It's very small. Um, but how do we get onto this? Oh yeah, yeah, the brain. Tra- yeah, I'm not doing any brain training stuff. 
I do enough. Yeah, that. I think I think people <laughs> think you have to share it on Twitter for it to be valid. No, no, <laughs> they think that about. But it a lot is of clever. Things. Everyone has the same puzzle every day. That's the main thing. So oh, thing. okay, right. Oh, so it's like so, a radio phone in thing where everyone's yeah. To, like, well, guess like the same so, thing. my family WhatsApp group are like sharing it, which is a nice thing because we're all okay. over the place. So you know, my sister's in Australia, and my 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 older sister is in uh, America, and my. My parents are in Kildare and I'm in Dublin and we're mm. all just like doing the same word. Do you know what I mean? Lovely. So that's nice. Yeah. So nice. No, I'm you not. You don't have to put it up on Twitter though. That's a bit yeah, weird. Yeah. I don't, I don't know word. I don't know her. Um, I don't but, know word. But it's fine. It's a wordled wind. Anyway. Um, I've got some TV and I've got some books. I've got a lot of both of them. So I'm going to go through them really quickly. Um, TV okay. I enjoyed. Uh, we've been re-watching um, old episodes of Poirot which is just great, just fantastic. That's a, there, There's a brain training for you. Love that. Love Agatha Christie. I finally watched Ted Lasso. I really liked it. Um, yeah. Thought it was good fun. And it wasn't nearly as um, like wholesome as people were kind of telling me it was. People were like, oh my God, it's like a hug. And like it was like a hug, but I was kind of expecting it to have like zero peril. And it had like yeah. some peril, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> like it, it wasn't without like dramatic resonance, is what I mean. Like I, I, I was kind of expecting it to Get be you. a bit like void of drama, but it wasn't. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. I thought all the performances were great. It took me a couple of episodes to get into it, but um, I just really liked. Um, I like the women in it particularly. I just like how they how they're written. Um, just think they're really um well rounded, good women characters um who aren't all each other's rivals in in like love or career or anything like that. Which um only when I was kind of watching it, I was like, mm, this is quite rare actually. Um, especially in a show that even isn't geared towards women um or necessarily geared towards women. Uh, so really liked Ted Lasso. Um, watched Dope Sick, which I thought was fantastic. Um, I've heard good things about that. Have you know? I I I would highly highly recommend it. I think you'd really like it. Now, um, it is about the opioid crisis in America, and uh, it follows um, a small mining town um, where um, OxyContin was first. What well, one of the few towns where it was like first trialed follows a doctor from there and a couple of patients from there who were um, prescribed OxyContin and their kind of addiction um, journeys. It also follows the family and the guy who made it. And then it it also follows, um, which is the best bit, the the Maine, um, as in the state of Maine, um, prosecutors who were trying to bring the case against the pharma company for like starting the opioid crisis um it's really really good people will say oh it's very grim though it's very dark like it is dark like obviously the subject matter is really dark and it's it's quite like depressing to think about it but it's it's really gripping at the same time like it's not um it's not like it is wall-to-wall misery but it's not, not in the way that people will kind of like people were saying it to me like, oh God, it's very miserable. And it kind of put me off watching it, but it's actually really exciting, really interesting. Like you learn a lot about the, about the opioid crisis and about kind of law around pharma companies and stuff. And all of the performances are excellent in it. Um, really, really, really good in it. Um, Did you ever Michael see Keaton's Angels in, in America? Oh, yeah, is he? Yeah. 
great. Yeah, I really haven't really seen good. much about it, other than I've seen it. It's yeah. looks really good. It's, and it's just, it's, and yeah. it's, it's, it's a one and done. I think it's eight episodes or 10 episodes. There's not going to be a season two. It's just a mini series. Yeah, eight episodes, I think. Just a mini series. One and done. It's over. Great. Brilliant cast. Very, very Lovely. good. Highly recommended. Yeah. I well, binged it in a weekend. Delightful in a, mm. in, in a you know, uh, an engaging way. Yes. Um, I'm um, looking forward to, um, I, yeah, I want to give that a go, I think. I think I want yeah. to give that a go. Um, um, do you want to do a TV? Yeah, I'm trying to think of if, if I watched anything other than The Book of Boba Fett. I don't think so, which hasn't been great so far. So Is that a Star War? It is a Star War. Okay. Yeah. Do we need um, more of them? <laughs> Another one? Okay. Do we? Um, do we, though? <laughs> no. Do um, we want it? Maybe. Um, I have started to watch Euphoria, Niall. And oh, I yeah, am I've concerned about the theme, about the teens. Are they okay? Are they eating enough? Like, can we get these teens off drugs? Um, it's really good. I really like it. It's yeah, kind it's of... Um, yeah, it's like it's obviously completely outrageous and ridiculous, but very pretty to look at. And um, yeah, I think it deals with its themes like delicately while also being like completely over the top and outrageous. Um, also, I never the only thing I'd really seen Zendaya in was Dune, which she's basically not in. And um, the the one about the circus, what's it called? Oh, Greatest Showman. The Greatest yeah. Showman, which I think is one of the worst films ever made and I hated. Um, so I never <laughs> not, really... Not a fan of musicals or just... You know, no, no, I, 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 I like musicals, that. but I just, I thought everything, everything about it was, was bad. Um, but, uh, so I never really got the Zendaya thing. Yeah, yeah. But watching Euphoria, I'm like, oh shit, like she is like she's the real deal. She's incredibly talented and I love her character. Um so I'm she's I'm like that, yeah. I'm coming to the end of season one of Euphoria now. So I'm I'm nearly caught up with the rest of the world. Um I think that's it for my TV. I'm gonna give a, a little list of books that I recommend that I read this month. Um Yeah, the only thing I, I watched in terms of TV now thinking about it is uh, Russian Doll season one again. <laughs> Oh, you were saying before, yeah, yeah. Does it, is it yeah, is it good to rewatch it? Yeah, well, uh, my girlfriend hadn't seen it, so we watched mm. it. Uh, and it was Very good, great. yeah, yeah, good really soundtrack, great. if I remember correctly. Mm, yeah, um, I mean the same one song over and over again, basically. Yes, like, but there are other songs. Song. There are it other songs song. in the show, and it ends with "Alone Again" or "By Love," which is um, which my right. my boyfriend. You were, you were on when point he, about remembering that one, yeah. Yeah, well, my my boyfriend watched it independent of me and he texted I, I was like oh what did you think of the ending and he was like oh it's really good but it's kind of cheating to have alone again or it's just like that's just you're going to be emotional singing, like hearing that song no matter what even if it was a good ending and I thought yeah I thought that was a good point uh, but I thought it worked really well uh, books I read Rachel's Holiday by Marion Keys to prepare for the uh, sequel which is coming out 25 years after the first one um, and it is Rachel's Holiday is fantastic if not if you haven't read it highly 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 recommend it i think this was my first marion keys novel and i'm going to be reading more um it was fantastic absolutely zip through it um how high we go in the dark by sequoia nagamatsu is a uh, novel about um a, a pandemic basically um but very beautiful and very poignant and 
empathetic and just wonderful highly recommended for people who like kind of like literary fiction with a bit of a uh, dystopian edge to it um when we're birds Ayanna Lloyd Banwo um is a very good kind of romance slash like magic realist novel set in Trinidad which I really liked uh Dance Move by Wendy Erskine um collection of short stories that's very good and The Maid by Nita Prose is a very good um not a whodunit uh, kind of a whodunit uh set in a hotel from the point of view of a maid who has um kind of unnamed but I th- uh, autism and I'd say for fans of like Agatha Christie meets um, Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine sort of thing. Very good. Okay. Um, hey, weren't they must make this Eleanor Oliphant into a movie at some point? Yeah, I don't there? know. What happened there? Nothing came of it as far as hmm. I can think. Certainly, yeah. I was only thinking about that last week. I was like, God, there's definitely something else I watched on TV that was in a, a book adaptation. Anyway, didn't write it down. Now I can't remember. Station Eleven? No. No? Haven't watched that no. yet. <laughs> anyway, look. That's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> is there anything else? Oh, yeah. So film-wise, um, the only thing that I think is really worth... I actually watched King Richard, which is really good for what it is, a, a, a biopic about um, Richard, uh, who the, is the father of Venus and Serena Williams. And uh, so Richard oh, Williams okay. and uh, Will Smith plays... Uh, Richard in it, uh, it's quite well done. I think the kids in it are absolutely amazing. Their tennis <laughs> is incredible as well. Yeah. So like they've they've nailed a lot of those things that you're just like, wow. This yeah. is Do you reckon they really got good, good tennis kids terrible. and taught them to act or good actors and taught them how to how to play tennis? I don't know. It's good though. It's mm. good. I mean it's hard to tell. And they okay. really, really look like both of them mm. and act like them and yeah, I was just really impressed. I mean, it's very, it's very standard, easy watch, but like, mm. it is, it is a crazy experience that they went through. You know, he yeah. he did like his master plan from an early age was to make the massive tennis stars, and he made it happen. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it, it's not all. They were executive producers on this film, so it's not going to be like too damning in terms of what he did. But like, sure. he definitely made some mistakes and was a bit too uh, str- headstrong about a lot of things. Um, mm. But it is interesting. It's an interesting watch. And the other thing... Uh, it was my parents' dream that I would host a music podcast and they were really, really adamant that, um, that <laughs> they I, did everything that they I do my training for that. So, yeah. So, big yeah. shout out to them. Um, I don't think I've watched a film this month. <laughs> i watching too much TV. Yeah, fine. That's allowed. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, The Power of the Dog, which did we talk mm. about this last year at the end of the year? I think I maybe watched it at the start of this year. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah, I think cool. I was in this house. Absolutely amazing. That's that's one of the best things I've seen in a long time. Um, cool. Oscar nominated, obviously, of course. So um, I would recommend it. The other one I watched actually was The Card Counter, which I struggled with. Um, the Paul uh, Schrader film. Um, Oscar mm. Isaac is in it. Oh. It's, it's got a strange pitch in it. And uh, not sure I'm fully on board with it. But mm. um, look, it's one of those, another one of those. I wanted to see some of those Oscar nominated films and... Uh, um, I will hopefully see more uh, cool. now that cinemas are completely properly open. Yeah. So that'll be the plan. Uh, we were watching a Starstruck, actually, the other TV show, which is very an easy watch. 
um, which Rose Matafeo's in. Yeah, um, I've watched that. The second season was announced today. It's coming out oh, next month, 7th of February. I finished month. it yet. I really um, liked it. Oh, I watched this this way up gentle. as well, kind of like adjacent to oh, that, yeah, that yeah, the yeah, Ashling yeah, B yeah, yeah. series, which I thought was absolutely brilliant. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's great. That's you, great. Ca- you can kind of watch that like a film or like two films. Same with the Rose Matafeo one as well, because it's yeah. like they're, qu- they're quite short episodes, actually. Yeah. Speaking of short episodes, this one's long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're well and truly well, back, Niall. Back on our bullshit. <laughs> first or back on our bullshit is right. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think we can. Can we leave it there? Can I think we, we can. Yes. Patreon.com forward slash Niall or Nine if you want to support the show. And if you want Thumbs to join up. the Discord, please get involved. It's a good time. Um, and send us an email podcast at nylernine.com we, we got an email last month and i was overjoyed uh so overjoyed that i forgot to respond to it so thank you for the email um, <laughs> well, it was around Christmas send us more emails time, so. yeah um just love getting emails so um yeah okay we'll see you next week when we'll be talking about something else <laughs> yeah we'll be talking about something else next week all cool. right nice to be back uh and nice to be uh Nice to see Andrea in real life again, lads. Yeah. It was nice to see you. Last yeah. week we saw each other in real life. So, yeah. Great. Great stuff. You too, um, man. Congrats, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New it's Year. It's never too late to say that. It isn't when you it's your first podcast episode of the year. Yeah. Happy so, New Year, everyone. Um, okay, spring spring is great. coming. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Bye. Bye. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns.